Welcome to the Fin Nation podcast, where we wholeheartedly believe women entrepreneurs are leaders that rise together. Success does not have a definition. There are no secret strategies. Women entrepreneurs are rewriting history by defining success on their own terms. Hi, I'm your host, White Devgannon, the down-to-earth chick with a different name. Each week, join me for inspiring stories and powerful interviews of women entrepreneurs sharing their lessons to success to help you take your business to the next level. Now, let's go for it. Welcome back to Fem Nation. I am just on a passive income kick these days, guys. And part of it's probably because we deal with so many clients coming into the digital space. And it's good, absolutely good. And it's uh, beneficial. And we're able to make changes and we're able to do different things with uh, with business in general, entrepreneurship. We're just in such a fun, exciting time, changing, transitioning, um, building new opportunities, um, bucking old trends, uh, all the things, right? All the things that are are truly exciting and are new and fresh. I think that's part of it. It's almost like it's a, a rebirth of the entrepreneurial world as we knew it. But I want to talk to you today about three reasons why people aren't buying your course. The digital world is dependent on some form of digital delivery. So let's talk about, first, I'm going to give you a couple of examples. Let's talk about the examples first. When I say a di- when I say digital products, it can be a course, a membership, a challenge, group coaching, um, some form of delivery in the digital aspect, digital arena. And we've talked about uh, in a couple of previous episodes, passive income. I've I've hashed that out a little bit on that side of it. And let me remind you because this is one that's worthy of reminding. It is still a business. So treat it and respect it as a business and be willing to go the distance with it. But I know you as an audience are because we stand for that as Fem Nation. So I know you will. That being said, we're going to talk about courses today. And I'm going to give you three reasons why people aren't buying your course. Number one, it's too much, too soon, way too big. I'm going to let you know because of what I see in the industry, specifically now, the eight-week courses are not going to be as easy to deliver. They're not going to be as uh, consumable. And we have an attention span. And I know that I will hear objection for this, but the attention span is not the same as it was 12 to 18 months ago or even further back. And it's because we have an influx of so much digital uh, in the digital world and in the over the course of the last 12 months the digital world has become um real it's become more widely accepted so that being said if you have an idea in your mind to build a course and it has eight weeks or eight modules and you're going to take them through a full transformation you're going to have a hard time selling that because people need to have a bite-sized opportunity to see the wins. And if you're building this massive transform transformative opportunity, there is a high likelihood that you're going to lose yourself inside of the full transformation and become disconnected to the individual outcomes, individual wins that should be paralleled with each week, each piece, each module. So if it's an eight-week course, you're going to lose the opportunity to deliver the outcome in those succinct areas. And you're going to have people dropping off. They will not feel like they got the win out of the first course or the first uh, module. 
or the first lesson. They're not going to see that. They're going to give it another shot. They're not going to see it again. But you in your mind are thinking it's the overall transformation. Yes, but there needs to be an individual transformation that's isolated independently in those modules or it's too big. It's too big. And there's nothing wrong with it being a smaller digestible opportunity. In fact, if you don't have a mini course, you should, because that's going to build that no like, and trust. And it comes at an earlier stage in that customer journey with you. And later on down the road, then this bigger opportunity can be there. Uh, this bigger transformative piece can exist, but that's going to be a higher price point. So if you're putting all this together, if you're putting something together that is an eight-week course that's sitting at a $500 to $1,000 price point, not going to work. Your eight-week courses need to be a bigger mid-ticket item, and you need to have a precursor mini course that comes in in front of that to warm up that audience to give them that no like, and trust opportunity. So they're not buying it because it's too much too soon and it's too big. So I'm going to encourage you to, to break it down a little bit. Give yourself an opportunity to take people through individual modules, break them down into mini courses. This is a, a quick fix for you. If you have an eight-week course and you're not seeing any conversion to this eight-week course, I'm going to tell you to take each one of those lessons, those weeks, those modules, however you have it broken up and put it into a small mini course and offer just that one by itself and then get people to give you feedback on it and then offer the next one and offer the next one. Next thing you know, you've got eight mini courses that you can bundle together as the one large course. And there you go. That leads me to my next, uh, my next point. No outcome. It doesn't matter if you have a big course that has the eight-week transformation or if you break it down into a mini course option that is just independently each lesson or module. You know, we talked about that a minute ago. It doesn't matter how you have it. If you cannot certainly see the outcome that's delivered in it, people are not going to buy it. You're not going to be able to offer it. You're not going to be able to sell it. You might get a couple of your warm audience to test it out, but they're not going to follow through with it. And they're not going to see the outcome. Why? You're disconnected to the outcome. You have to understand the outcome you deliver knowing because you've done the work before that there are variances to it. So that's how you're going to be able to contradict those variances and help them through those variances, you know, depending on which way it comes. But if you don't know what the outcome is that you deliver, if you have not produced this outcome for people before, then I need you to go find some people and test it on them and then take the feedback and the, you know, the opportunities you had with them and then build that into a mini course, one pillar, one opportunity, one small thing and deliver an outcome. Give them a micro outcome. Don't build the whole thing out and then try to sell it without understanding what the outcome is. And you guys, it has to be a tangible takeaway. Every single person that I work with, I want to know what is the outcome that we are delivering. It is the number one thing that I keep clients true to is the outcome delivery. Because if you do not have an understanding of the outcome that's delivered, then you're not able to help people through a transformation and you won't be able to continue to sell it. And you know what happens from there? You don't market it well. You don't own it. It's not a hell yes offer. It, you know, you shy away from it. You kind of, you know, tell people about it and then you, you know, sideways tell them you've got a course or something, or you tell them with gusto that you have a course and then they're like, oh, okay, that sounds great. But they don't take you up on it. Why? Because you never articulated what the outcome is. So you're either shying away because you don't know what the outcome is, or you're not converting because you don't know what the outcome is. You have to understand 
and know what outcome it is. And there in it of itself, that outcome is where your ideal client avatar lives. That is the outcome, that tangible outcome, that tangible takeaway, that tangible opportunity for change is where your ideal client avatar lives. It's not so much about their age or gender or, or, um, social status or any of those pieces that, that come along in the forms that are a part of us finding out what these are, what we're doing. It's actually the tangible outcome. So if you're an existing business, then I want you to go through and go back to your previous clients. Say, what was the outcome that they had? You can see what it is that they came to you for, but what changed in their life? And there's probably going to be multiple different things. And guess what? Now, instead of trying to build an entire course, covering all those multiple different tangible changes, you can build one course, one change, and know very specifically what outcome you deliver based on that. And then go make more. But don't try to make it be too big, too much, without an outcome, especially. The last one I want to give you is the reason, third reason why people aren't buying your course is you have no strategy, no audience, and no follow-up. Guys, there's so much to this piece alone. And I'm not going to, I'm probably, I'm not going to dive into it too deep today. Um, I'll give you, you know, some context around that. But uh, that in and of itself can literally be its own podcast episode and probably will be. I'll make a note here for myself, but no strategy, no audience, and no follow-up. That's the third reason why people aren't buying your course. And here's why. If you don't understand the strategy of where this falls in your customer journey, because this is not the full stop customer journey, it it won't work that way. You have to have several pieces that they can work with you at several varying levels. And I know that this is taught out there. I know that it's, it's not an unknown concept that you need to have a low ticket, mid ticket, high ticket. I get it. But what we lose inside of just the, the talking points of those is that we don't have a strategy for how we help people move along that customer journey without feeling like we're pitching the heck out of them or upselling them just to get them into the next uh, you know, uh, credit card rollout that they're going to pay you for something. Here's the thing is that the strategy piece alone needs to have some sort of flow, natural flow to it. So they don't feel like it's being pushed or being forced on them or being upsold to them or bump ordered to them. All those things that we know we don't like, there can be a natural progression and it can be strategically existing. And it's honestly easier than the alternative, easier than building that bump order or building out that upsell or building, you know, another piece here and another piece here to try to get a couple extra dollars so that the low ticket item can become a mid ticket item. And maybe out out of a percentage, one or 2% of conversions, we can get a high ticket out of it. Stop. That's not a strategy, guys. That's, that's kind of scammy. So I don't love that model. I understand some people's business models. I get it. But if, you are, if you're using every opportunity, I'll take, for example, building a challenge. Strategic, you know, here's, here it is in the strategy. Building a challenge to offer people an opportunity to work with you on an upsell. Building out a five-day challenge that's free. Do we know the outcome we're delivering? Or is the outcome that we're delivering is to hopefully give uh, present an opportunity, a platform for us to upsell them to a paid thing? If that's the outcome, you're already starting behind. Don't do that. Give an outcome. And you don't have to do a challenge in order to do it. 
You can do it simply by uh, showing up on social media. You can do it simply by being present in your world. You can do it. You can do it by um, uh, creating one-to-one opportunities. You can give value. All of those things and true value, not just value for the sake of fluffing value out there, but all of those pieces can be strategically sound. They don't have to model how it's being said. You have to do it this way. It worked for people. There are great people that run challenges and upsell to them, but those people also probably have an audience. And that's the other piece of this third element that probably should be three and of its own, but the audience. So strategically having that thread of knowing the journey people get to walk with you and does it flow? Is it fluid? Is it, does it feel forced? Does it feel like it's just for the, the financial exchange? What is it? What you feel it from the opposite side and give an idea as to what it is that's being created and what it, what strategically you are taking people through. And again, it parallels that outcome. You have to know that, but on the strategy side of it, the second piece right there in number three is that no audience if you're not showing up consistently, except to tell people when you have something that they can purchase or they can opt into, you don't have an audience. You need to talk about the passion behind the outcome that you wish to deliver consistently. And that can be in various forms. That can be a group. That can be public. That can be on a stage. That can um, be in content. That can be an opt-in, sure, but I'm going to discourage you from an opt-in at this point. Yeah, you can build audience with, you know, in all of those arenas. Give yourself the opportunity to build that audience with the least barrier of entry that feels the most natural to you. I like to just show up on my podcast. I like to show up giving guests an opportunity to tell their story. I like to show up simply publicly on social media channels, openly talking about what's passionate to me inside my business, what's passionate about the, what I'm passionate about on the income. And you know what? It generates an audience because it shows up differently. Find that element that is, you know, test the things that you see other people doing, but find the one that works for you, that you love the most, because just because it worked for somebody else doesn't mean it's going to work the same for you. Vice versa, just because it didn't work for somebody else doesn't mean it won't work for you. It, it is easier, guys. It is easier to grow your audience, but you need to have that audience in order to sell your course, in order to sell your one-to-ones even for that matter. In order to be in business, you have to have an audience. And the only way to have an audience is to talk about the thing that you're passionate about that parallels the outcome that you deliver. And then no follow-up. This one's huge, guys. The no follow-up piece is where you're leaving money on the table. And so if you're doing all these things and you don't have an opportunity for them to go further with you, even in in just simply a conversation, then you're not following up anywhere. And as a leader of your business or your hobby or the outcome that you, you know, the change you bring to the world, as a leader there, you have to give them the opportunity to know what next steps to take without it being a pitchy up order, upsell, bump order, all the above. Don't do it that way. Organically give them the opportunity to connect with you because we are back in the relationship era. We need to be available for our people. We need to show up and have a conversation with them. We need to know what our boundaries are, but we need to be able to follow up, shine a light on the opportunity and follow up with them to be able to show them that your thing, your course is going to make the change that they're looking for in their lives. 
And when you know all three of these things, it's you, it's not too big, you know the alchemy deliver, and you have um, a strategy with an audience and follow-up in place. I kind of condense those into that third one. When you have that, then you will automatically sell your transition, your transformation in a digital product openly, happily, gladly, because you know that the change that your people are seeking is delivered inside of those. So if you're not selling your course, if you're not able to make that that transition in your business, then I encourage you to be showing up. Start showing up and talk about it like it is the next thing, next best thing since sliced bread, obviously, because you know that that invention of slicing bread, that machine changed lives for people all over the world. You know, your course is changing lives, is going to change lives for people all over the world. So build the right size. Don't overwhelm yourself. Get your product out there. Know the outcome you deliver. Work on your audience. Understand the, the customer journey strategy and follow up. If you have any questions, I encourage you, as always, to simply text me, 303-529-42430. Again, let me say that again, 303-529-2430. Shoot me a text. Let me know what you're thinking. Where are you stuck? Let's talk about that. And if you want to book a strategy call, reach out, jump on, the co- contact us, and we'll book a time to really dive into what's holding you up from having a course that sells. And in the meantime, keep moving forward. Hey, Fem Nation, I know you are called to lead something great. Are you wondering what the next best step is for you? I have a next best step. I invite you to walk with me through the Become Unstoppable Challenge. Join me on a 21-day journey to discover your inner leader. Find how to build your confident leading foundation to decide and move forward to your highest potential in business and life. After helping dozens of challengers take hold of their leadership, you will come away from this experience with a renewed sense of confidence in order to serve those who need to hear from you. As a valued listener, I'm inviting you to save 25% on the next 21-day challenge by using code FEM2020. That's F-E-M 2020. Check it out at www.becomeunstoppablechallenge.com. Again, that's www.becomeunstoppablechallenge.com. Coupon code FEM2020. I look forward to seeing you on the inside.